Welcome, everyone, to episode eight of the Daddy Sharps podcast. I'm Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And this week, we have all your best bets on all the games. And in all the conferences, your buddies probably are not betting. Yeah, they're not betting them at all, are they? Then, in our deep dive, we're going to take a look at our biggest no-go games this week. These are games that we hate for one reason or another. Oh, yes. And we're going to share why. First, John, how was your holiday week? The holiday week was nice. A little short week. Hardly any work. Got to watch a lot of football. And uh, actually won some nice bets. Our deep dive last week did very well. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, I spent the whole weekend at a soccer tournament. Oh, gosh. And you know what you can't do for soccer tournaments for teenagers? You can't bet on them. Oh. I spend most of my time, honestly, I spend most of my time, half my time yelling and cheering, and then half the other half just watching college football. I'll be honest. Hence the name Daddy Sharps. Daddy Sharps. John, a little bit of house cleaning before we move on here. Yes. So I was, it was I'm not going to name names, but there was someone who who's close to me who uh, was listening to our podcast. I mm. kind of walked in the room and said, what are you doing? I'm listening to your podcast. I love it. It's great. And was sipping wine, but was sipping wine at a regular pace. And I was wondering, what, what are you doing? And that one person told me, well, I'm playing a drinking game that I just kind of invented. Apparently, sir, we say the word sir a lot. Sir? You and me, sir. No, sir. And, and this person, my wife, turned that into a drinking game. And uh, and by the time I asked her, well, how are you doing? I mean, do we really say it a lot? She was a little drunk. So, Sir, we got to slow down. No, we don't. I love it. So if you're out there and you're listening and you want to kind of, you know, you know, who cares? That's just, we're just being, it's us being us. That's, I think you're right, sir. It's us being us. Yes, come on. I like it. I like it. Good, sir. Hey, also, just a reminder, check us out on social media. Look for Daddy Sharps on Facebook and at Daddy Sharps on Instagram and Twitter. We have links to all of our podcasts, which are on Spotify and iHeartRadio as well. All right. If you're drinking, that's fantastic. If you're playing the drinking game, even better. But we're going to recap our best bets from last week right now. I'll start us off. I was one and one in college bets last week. My first game, I headed to Florida, Central Florida versus South Florida. My best bet was the under, 69 and a half. Final score on this one, 46-39. What a loser. What a loser. But regained the confidence. I got uh, Tulane at Cincinnati. This was the winner. Tulane getting two on the road. The Green Wave beat the Bearcats by three. They are now hosting the AAC championship game this weekend. You can never doubt the green wave of cash, Mr. Luke. Ever. As for me, I was 0-2 in the college bets. The two-team teaser, Fresno State, minus 8.5. They won 30 to nothing. I highlighted that Wyoming pass game not being able to go against Fresno's D. I was right in the shutout. And then UAB dominated all day, only to give up a late touchdown in the fourth. They win by 10. I missed the cover. And then UTEP at UTSA. Oh, the Roadrunners broke my heart, Luke. The coach said the only thing he was worried about in this game was would his boys come out flat. They already secured a spot in a conference championship. It's going to be played at home. He wanted to make sure they came out on fire. Uh, Luke, they were behind 24-14 at halftime. 
Luckily, able to salvage with a little plus money live bet. They won money line, but that cover was dead. 0-2 in the college football. Correction for you, though. We were 0-2 on that, all right? We were 0-2. To the NFL, though, I was uh, had a good week, so I'm going to boast a little bit. 2-0 on the best bets. My first bet was a teaser with the Titans and the Eagles. That teaser hit as a best bet winner. Then I took the under on the Texas-Miami game. Texas at Miami. That was 47. The total was 30-15. to And the Texans looked horrible. And they will continue to be horrible the rest of the way. I believe they have given up, Mr. Luke. Sir. Done, sir. Sir, done. And as am I with betting on the Denver Broncos. I went one and one in the NFL. I told you guys this this was my first bet on Denver all year. And I thought Denver's D could stop the worst offense in the NFL. They couldn't, and they lose for the fifth time as a favorite. So Denver has won a spot on the do not bet list. And then Las Vegas Raiders at Seattle, over 47 and a half. One of my favorite bets of the weekend. This game had over 40 points at halftime. The over hit on the first drive in the third quarter. Luke, you were there. How loud was that stadium? Loud. That was a good game. Yeah, I know you guys lost, but that was a good game. We hit the over easy, 47 and a half. You know, the thing about Seattle fans were kind of fair weather. And it was funny because when Jacobs made that that long run at the end and 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 the game was over, everyone kind of went like you could hear the crowd go, oh. and then everyone just turned around and walked away. Yeah. Like they had stuff to do. Oh. He, finally recapping our best bets on all three Thanksgiving games. We went three and three. Uh, disappointing. I think I think we could have done better. You know, let's yeah. start with the good picks. We like the Bills Lions under 54 and a half. That one hit. The total was 53. Close, but but we nailed it. Uh, we like the Giants at plus nine and a half. Then it moved to plus 10, and we liked it even more. The Giants covered, and we like the Lions to cover plus 10, and the Lions covered. Now for the losers, we like the Patriots-Vikings game to hit under 42 and a half. We lost that bet. We like the Giants-Cowboys under 43 and a half. Backdoor cover for the Giants killed that bet. And finally, we like the Patriots plus three or three and a half. We didn't get that baby either. Patriots lost by a touchdown. That's okay because we are on to this week's best bets. And we're going to start off with our best college picks. I am starting, John, with a best bet in the AAC Championship down in New Orleans. Here we go with the green wave. Central Florida Florida. takes on Tulane, the green wave. Tulane favored by four. This went down to three and a half. It's it's up to four now. The over-under is 57 and a half. We're going to talk defense in this game first. The green wave ranks 27th in total defense, allowing close to 337 yards per game. Central Florida is 48th, allowing close to 361 yards per game. The huge difference, though, will be offense. The Knights rank ninth in the country, generating 486 yards per game. When these teams met in the regular season a few weeks ago, the Knights ran right through Tulane's D-line to win by a touchdown, and they're going to do it again. The Green Wave's offense will not be enough to offset and while there are questions about whether the Knights' first-string quarterback, a running-style quarterback, will start, their backup has been doing just as much damage from the pocket. 
It pains me, pains me, John, to root against the green wave. Oh, but Central Florida will get a lead early. And you know, as a former athlete, you know this. What happens when you start thinking about the game? The loss to them earlier in the season, you're down, you're thinking about it. Yeah, those memories start to haunt you a little bit, right? Yes. Get your mind right. That's why my best bet in this one is, hey, Tulane might win, and I kind of hope they do, but the Knights are definitely going to cover plus four. You've been right on those games all year long, and I like it. I like it, sir. Luke, I'm going back. I am going back, and I love this game so much. I'm giving two of my favorite bets for NCAA in the very same game. We are going to San Antonio to the Roadrunners, baby. North Texas at UTSA, minus eight and a half. The over-under, 67 and a half. The best bet here, North Texas, plus eight and a half. Best bet, number two, over 67 and a half, my friend. This is a rematch of the two strongest offenses in the country. UTSA is three and two against the spread in the last five. They didn't cover against UTEP. Oh, and what's that? Five weeks ago, they didn't cover against North Texas. The three they did cover against, it's a run first team in UAB. Rice, a horrible defense. And Louisiana Tech, who scratched their quarterback right before the game. The last game between these two was 31-27. The reason I love the over here, the game was 6-3 at halftime. These teams can and will score in bunches. They still scored 58 points on the day with a nine-point first half. These guys can hit this over. Last game was five weeks ago. North Texas was a a six-and-a-half-point underdog. And now, and the over-under was 72 points. Now North Texas gets two more points, and the over-under goes down two field goals. Really, nothing has changed. In fact, the only major thing that's changed is UTSA doesn't have their leading rusher in this one. He has 700 yards and nine touchdowns. They already ruled him out. And North Texas' top two running backs are questionable heading into this. But it looks like both, probably at least one of them is going to play, if not both of them. The coach has been very tight-lipped on the injuries in preparation for this. North Texas is a run-first team, one of these teams that runs and then hits you over the top. Uh, They're ranked 22nd in the country in rush offense. And UTSA embarrassed them in the first meeting, held them to 21 yards. Luke, they remember this in Denton, Texas, my friend. I've been doing some deep dive research, my friend. I've been going through all the chat rooms. I've been going through all the local beat reporters, everything in Denton. They're looking at this game as a revenge game. Diving in UTSA, UTSA drove the length of the field in 98 seconds to win the last game. The best corner, one of the best corners in the country, gave up the game-winning pass for North Texas. North Texas is not just happy to be here. They're coming to San Antonio to wreck the party. On the other side, UTSA is talking about how they were disrespected by the top 25 polls, and let's get 45,000 fans in the Alamo Dome. They call them the Mean Green for a reason, and I think North Texas is coming here. They're going to wreck this party. They're going to cover the 8.5, and and I think the over is going to hit. Luke, I got more good news for you. You ready? I'm ready for it. This this number's gone to nine. Buy it. Oh, buy this number. Buy it. And this buy the it. over's actually going up. So buy the over as fast as you can. Yeah, I bought it at nine, by the way, today. Yes, yes. I love the mean green here. Deep diving in Denton. Love it. Mm. 
John, I'm heading to Athens, Ohio for my next pick. Yeah. Oh. For the MAC championship. The Ohio Bobcats getting three, hosting the Toledo Rockets. The over-under in this one is 54 and a half. The Bobcats lost their starting QB two games ago, but it didn't stop them from blowing out Bowling Green in their last game. And the Rockets may also be down uh, their back to their backup QB in this game as well. They also have injuries to their own line. And they've lost their last two games when they were favored by more than a touchdown. Let's talk a little bit. Yeah. Let's talk about a little more about those spreads here. Toledo is four and eight against the spread this season. They haven't covered in five straight games. Ohio on the flip side is nine and three against the spread this season, five and two against the spread as an underdog. And if you've been watching them like I have, you know they have a ton of momentum going right now. This spread started at one and a half. It's now at three, which is even better because my best bet here in the MAC championship, take Bobcats plus three. I like it. I, I would like to give you a meow, but I don't know what a Bobcat sound is. No, I think a meow might, might be appropriate. Now, on to the NFL, my man. And I got to tell you, Luke, I called you as soon as I broke down these numbers. As soon as I started deep diving into this, I called you as soon as this line came out. Is that not true? It is true. I love the LA Chargers minus two at the Las Vegas Raiders. Right now, this number is already down to minus one and a half. Folks, I bought it twice. Got to start right off with one of my key stats, Luke. Turnovers. Chargers are ranked number six in turnover differential, while the Vegas Raiders are ranked 23rd. Turnovers win spreads, and I will always side when a difference is this big. The Chargers are a different team when Keenan Allen is in the lineup, and he's going to play this weekend. This is a dirty work guy. You know that uh, I'm a huge Broncos fan, and Eddie McCaffrey, that's who Keenan Allen reminds me of. This guy does all the tough catches, all the stuff across the middle, all the dirty blocking. When Keenan Allen's playing, they are 2-1 and one against the spread this season. Only loss was last week in Arizona where they still won the game but couldn't cover the 2.5. Third down percentage, huge for winning bets. The Chargers are currently ranked ninth in the country in third down percentage of 43%. I broke it down further. Allen's been injured. He's only been playing in three games this year. Without Allen, 41% third down conversion rate. Same as Atlanta and Jacksonville. With Allen in the lineup, 47% conversion rate. Same as Philadelphia and Cincinnati. That's a top five offense, folks. Chargers have been great on the road this year at covering spreads. Five and one. Three and one when they're favored by less than a touchdown. Finally, one of my favorite factors for this week. This Raiders D is ranked 26th in defending the pass, while the Chargers are ranked 6th in passing the ball. I actually think this number could go down even more depending on practice tomorrow because Mike Williams, I think this number's moving because people are seeing that Mike Williams might not play. The guy you got to pay attention to in this game is Keenan Allen. Everything's fine when Keenan Allen's in the game. Bet this. I love the Chargers. Minus two, minus one and a half. Hopefully at pick them. You're, you're killing, you're, hold on. You're, you're killing it here in the stats and the data here. So without Allen, Keenan Allen, 41% is their third down percentage. Yes. And, it, and with them in the game, it's, it jumps up to 47%. How, how many points could that be worth? Oh, it's it keeps drives alive, and it definitely 
uh, it's definitely more points. They're scoring more points with Allen in the lineup. And uh, like I said, it puts them as a top five offense in the league when they, when Allen's in without Allen. And I think he missed seven games there without Allen. Uh, Mike Williams wasn't much of a factor. Yeah, he's just that long threat, but now you've got that dual threat in the in the underneath. Oh, yeah. Okay, you convinced me. You convinced me. I'm all over that one. I love that one. Now, if Keenan Allen wasn't in, I wouldn't be betting it. But I'm going to try to convince you on this one. Are you ready? Give it, give it to me. Oh, right. I see a meow. <laughs> yeah, we got the Jags. We got the Jags minus one. Got the Lions. The over under in this one is fifty one and a half. But I like the Lions in this game at home there's still the lions however so so let me explain that a little bit the jags and the lions thank you have similar offensive numbers right they're kind of the same team in a lot of respects the lions rank just a tad above the jags and yards per play uh, jacksonville looked really good last week didn't they coming from behind i mean yes. things are clicking trevor lawrence is is actually cooking man he's he's looking he's looking better and better um, but in defense, though, is going to be the difference maker. And here's where the data kind of separates. The, the Jags are ranked 21st. Uh, the Lions D is dead last in the league. They're, they're just really bad. However, listen to this stat. The Jags are 2-6 and six against the spread in their last eight. The Lions are 8-2 against the spread in their last 10 home games. And that is why I am teasing the Lions. And I'm going to tease them with the Ravens. Ravens are giving nine oh. against the Broncos. It was eight earlier in the week, just a week, and it just jumped up to nine. The Broncos, John, as you know, I'm sorry, you're a Broncos fan. They they just can't score, man. They they got problems. Carolina's defense is is, is now mocking Russell Wilson. Did you see that last week? Have they sacked yes. him? Yes. Yeah. No, that's not good. That's not no. good. No, no, it's horrible. <laughs> the Broncos D openly yelling at Russell Wilson. Sounds like that great defense might be a little demoralized right now. And I have a question for you. Uh-oh. So I, I heard reports that, uh, you know, well, here, I've heard reports that offensive linemen and Russell and the coach and other players have come out and said, no, everything in the locker room is fine. Any reports you hear that things are, are not good in the locker room, that's just, this is nothing. It's nonsense. Come on, man. Come on. Tell yeah. me. Tell me the truth. Yeah. There's a little story floating around today here in Denver. Russell Wilson had a birthday party on the off day this week. Only half the team showed up. Ooh. Not That's very not good. good. That's not good. Not very good. Now the locker room's fine. We're all good. We're all friends, right? Oh, they're all they're all great. I just don't want to go to his birthday party. Right, right. Hey, but look on the other side. This is the NFL after all, and the Ra- the Ravens are two and five against the spread in their last seven games. So. They're going to win this game. They're going to beat the Broncos, but they need some help. And that's why my best bet is tease the Lions to seven and a half and the Ravens to three or two and a half. And I think you got a winner. I like it, sir. Now, this this next bet, Luke, you got to go through the data. It breaks all conventional wisdom. And I'm going to use the public against the books. So Kansas City at Cincinnati. I like the under. 52 and a half Two of the highest scoring teams in the league. I think this game is going to get a lot of action this week and it's going to continue to push this over up this total up. I love the under in this game. So right now, 69% of the public is taking the over 
deep dive in the numbers says this is wrong. Cincinnati is two and one to the under in the last four. During that stretch, the average total the books gave them was 42. Kansas City is three and one to the under in the last four. The average total they were getting from the books was 47 and a half. You already have built-in breathing room right now with 52 and a half. I actually think this number could go to 54. Go against the public. Take the sharp side. Go under in this bet. Kansas City at Cincinnati. That's my favorite bet. Yeah, I kind of I, I like that. I kind of like Kansas City in this game too. I think they're like a minus two and a half, right? Um they, they got I, a yeah. little revenge factor going here. This game is going to be a – I can't wait for this game. Put it that way. It's going to yeah. be a great – probably game of the week. I think game of the week. Yes, I agree. I agree. You know it's you know it's not going to be game of the week, but it's going to be a good game, I think. And it, it is one of my best bets. The Saints like at the Bucks Monday night, primetime game. Saints getting three and a half here. The over-under is 40 and a half. I've been hearing the same debate all week. Is Tom Brady really at the end of his line? Can he really turn things around? He can't because he's too old. Da, da, da. Look, look, it's a cliche, and I get it, but if there's one thing that we have all learned about Tom Brady over the years, you, you can never count him out, period. You, you just can't. Um, the guy's mechanics are, are just on point. He's a good quarterback still. The Bucks are the better team here by far. The Saints are 2-5 and five against the spread in their last seven games. And, and you know, when you, when you draft players and, and you trade for players and you scheme in the NFL – you do it to get better against divisional opponents because those are the teams you play two times a season. Yeah. You know those teams. Those are where you have to get your wins. The Saints rank 19th in total defense. The Bucks are ninth. Still, with everything that's going on with the Bucks, they're still ninth. The yes. Red Rifle is not the answer for the Saints. Jameis Winston is not the, the answer. He's even worse. I usually don't bet the three and a half i hate the hook hate the yeah. hook but in this case the bucks are going to cover that spread in a prime time game at home all I right i like it i like it sir I do too. and you get a little you get a little monday night action in one of the best bets of the week absolutely doesn't happen very often we're going to deep dive now into games that we are john absolutely positively staying away from yes. this weekend college and pros Let's name our no-goes. John, start us out. Well, Luke, sometimes you go through a game, you see the schedule, and you're like, oh, I, I really like this game. I'm really going to start deep diving into it. You got to have you got to have the the ability to say, no, I'm, I'm stepping away from this game. That game for me this week, Fresno State at Boise State, Boise State minus three. What I originally thought was going to be the best bet here, Fresno State plus three. You've all heard me talk on this podcast at length all season. This quarterback for Fresno State is NFL level. Team is totally different when he's in the game. Hardly turns the ball over. Incredibly accurate. Dude's been on a heater throwing for 1,600 yards and 13 touchdowns in the last five games. The underdog in this series, 8-1 and one against the spread. Fresno State, 5-2 and two against the spread in the last seven. This should be a slam dunk bet for Fresno State. But here's what scares me. Sometimes the numbers don't add up. Earlier this season, Fresno State lost 40-20 to to the Broncos. Now, granted, they didn't have the all-world quarterback in. Last year, Fresno State played Boise State with the all-world quarterback. He threw three picks, the second most in his career. There's something about this team. 
I don't want to bet this until I see him play Boise State and actually play like he plays all the other schools that he plays. He dominates everybody else. For some reason, he has trouble with this with this school. I'm staying off this game. Yeah, it is a no-go for sure. And, and those matchups matter, right? Sometimes teams just, you know, home and away, and, and it's the way it goes, and some teams yeah. match certain teams, like this divisional game that I'm staying away from. And it's my team, the Seahawks, at the Rams. Rams getting seven at home. This line's moved a little bit this week already. The over-under is 41 in this game. That might be a good bet here. But, you know, the knee-jerk reaction is to hammer the Hawks on this one, right? I, I think that's the play, even at a touchdown, uh, for a lot of people. Geno Smith is playing yeah. really well. He's sixth in the league with more than 2,800 yards passing, fifth in the league with 19 TDs. He's got a 72.8% completion rating. But the Rams, you know, they're without Matthew Stafford and Aaron Donald. He's been ruled out this week. Cam Akers didn't practice yesterday. Neither did starting guard O'Day Obushi for the Seahawks. And I was at that Raiders game on Sunday. Their defense looked horrible. It was absolutely horrible. No way to pressure the QB. Not one pressure at all. And Bruce Irvin missed practice on Wednesday. He's probably your best shot at that. Line was eight the other day. Now it's seven. But again, this is a divisional game. Geno Smith is not worth a touchdown to me. We talked about this earlier, you and me, John. Yep. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even tease this game down. This game is absolutely a no-go. And uh, me and you both talked about this game. I think it's our biggest stay away from game of the whole week. Uh, so So I get the easy one here. Cleveland at Houston minus seven. So you're going to see this game on every TV show, every radio show this week. Watson returns to Houston. No, thanks. I'm off this game for obvious reasons. Deshaun Watson hasn't played in two years. What's this guy going to look like? We saw him in August in preseason. It was not pretty. And yes, the last time we saw him in a real game, he was an MVP candidate. He was a one-man team deep in the heart of Texas. He might look that way again on Sunday, but there's no way I'm going to put my hard-earned cash on that guy. For me, Luke, the purpose of this podcast is to find mismatches we can exploit to make money. There's no data. There's no recent history. I'm not going to put my money on something that's an unknown right now with Watson. I'll give it a week. Next week, maybe I'll take a look. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Who is this guy? Well, no one knows. No one knows. And then if you if you think about the game that you just highlighted, Seattle, they're Geno Smith. He's getting seven, and he's been playing lights out. They're giving this guy seven, and he hasn't played a game in two years. That's that's unbelievable. Makes no it, sense. Got to stay off. But I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to challenge you a little bit on, uh, on, on the most obvious choice of the week because yes. I think I have the most obvious choice of the week. Yes. After I explain this to you, you're gonna. I think you're going to agree with me. I'm going to turn to the only other Mac game this week. It's a makeup game because they had a, 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 too much snow in, in uh, Buffalo uh, a couple weeks ago. This is the Akron Zips at the Buffalo Bulls. Bulls favored by 11 in this one. The over-under 55. <laughs> okay, so get ready to yawn here. The Bulls are 74th on offense in the in the nation, college football. 84th on defense. The Zips are 79th on offense, 102nd on defense. The Zips are the 8th worst team in rushing yards per game 
and they have, and I threw this stat in here just for you, they have a minus 12 turnover differential. Oh, minus 12. Unbettable. And, 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 and it gets better. And there's more. The Bulls are two and two against the spread at home. They're playing at home this week. The Zips are three and three against the spread away. Last game of their seasons doesn't mean a thing. Who knows and who cares? This is an absolute no-go. No-go. Can't do it. Can't do it. The no-go, sir. No. Drink. I think we're going to have to recap some of our best bets this week, let's, Mr. Luke. Let's do it. Let's sir, do it. sir, I'm giving the two-for-one best bets in NCAA. Two-for-one in the same game. North Texas at UTSA. Take the over 67 and a half. I'm just going to say Texas covers eight and a half, nine, could be nine and a half. But remember, this game plays tomorrow, so make sure you get those bets in. And when I say tomorrow, I mean Friday, baby. That's right. That's right. I'm moving on to the AAC championship. I'm taking Central Florida plus four against Tulane. And I'm moving on to the MAC championship. I like the Bobcats at plus one and a half. Then it jumped to plus three. I like that number even better. I'm taking the Bobcats to cover plus three. Nice. My favorite bet of the entire podcast series so far. I'm putting that out there right now. The LA Chargers, minus two, probably minus one and a half by the time you guys get it. I love that bet. Kansas City at Cincinnati, under 52 and a half. That's my best bet there. Wait for the number to climb. Try to get it as close to kickoff as you can. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, Saints at Bucks on Monday night. Saints getting three and a half, and it won't matter. Screw the hook, John. I like the Bucks minus three and a half. What do you think about that? I love it. Next, I love the Lions against the Jaguars, but you know, plus one scares me for the Lions. I love the Ravens over the Broncos, but the Ravens against the spread scares me to death as well. My best bet in this one tease the Lions to seven and a half, tease those Ravens to minus three or minus two and a half. Going to be a winner, John. Meow. John. with the meow that's gonna do it for the daddy sharps podcast this week remember always gamble responsibly and within your means and the bets we share are based on our own research we don't always win and be sure to check us out on social media look for daddy sharps on facebook and at daddy sharps on instagram and twitter we'll be back next week with all our best bets and much more But first, John, who is your daddy? We are. Stay sharp, everyone.